Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. We're watching shares of Macy's after the retail rejected a $5.8 billion takeover bid from Arkhouse Capital Management and Brigade Capital Management. The offer represents about a 19% premium to Macy's closing price on Friday. Macy's CEO Jeff Jeanette says the proposal is not actionable and fails to provide compelling value to Macy's shareholders. We're going to discuss this with one of those activist investors, Arkhouse Managing Partner Gabriel Kahane. And when you looked at Macy's response over the weekend, the question I have for you is how do you now plan to respond once again? Yeah, that's a good question. I think um, that's largely going to be dictated by the company's moves over the uh, coming days and weeks. Our sincere hope is that they send us an NDA so that we can, uh, you know, a confidentiality agreement so that we can share more information on our financing with them, which we've requested, uh, you know, on multiple occasions. Um, and, uh, and also get access to additional information that would enable us to increase our offer as we indicated when we initially made the offer over seven weeks ago. At this point, what would it take to get a deal done? Would you bring in an additional set of investors? Or how much would you materially raise the offer to make it compelling for shareholders at this point? Yeah, so uh, like I said, we are very hopeful that we can increase our offer if we get access to that relatively limited diligence that we need. And for that reason, we've made the request. Um, the response was, unfortunately, from the company that it was uh, premature to even begin negotiating an NDA at that time. Um, so I'm sure, as you can imagine, we were somewhat surprised by the company's public response to us yesterday. Uh, you know, to the extent it's premature to begin negotiating an NDA to, uh, you know, give us access to that information or to hear more about our financing, I'd imagine it's also premature to uh, dismiss our group as not credible or without the funds to complete said transaction. Where are you getting the funding to make the transaction work? So our investor group has um, multiples of the enterprise value in um, readily available funds to complete this transaction. And we've expressed that to um, two Macy's. We've walked them through our capitalization. And on multiple occasions, they've told us, you know, over the last seven weeks that they had no additional questions um, with respect to our financing. So to hear the questions again, you know, kind of brought out publicly last night instead of to us directly was somewhat surprising. And we definitely encourage the company to ask us um, for any addi additional information that they might be seeking, because my view is like it's all relatively easily answerable. Um, for example, uh, they cited a 25% equity check um, that we evidenced in our capitalization that's not the equity that we have to close the deal. In fact, it's closer to 50%. Um, so I feel like there's just something lost in translation a little. And again, encourage the company to reach out so we can clarify any of those relatively simple. Beyond your discourse with the company itself, what about other investors? Have you already begun to contact those investors? And what has their reception been like? Um, so we've not really actively, uh, you know, just this morning on an unsolicited basis, got a call from a um, very substantial um, investor, a private retail investor in the name, um, who, uh, you know, who, who claims to own about 10 million shares. So a very big retail investor at that. 
And, um, you know, he called sort of excitedly to see that there was someone that was hopefully going to unlock the kind of otherwise trap value in this company. Speaking of trap value, let's talk about where Macy stands right now. It's been cutting jobs. Uh, it's closing stores. Do you think the company needs to do more in order to cut costs in terms of jobs or, or more store closures? Yeah, that's, um, that's a good question. I think sort of any of those cost-cutting measures are somewhat around the margin um, as compared to an M&A transaction that can give shareholders a big premium today. While I think there's sort of like a valiant effort in the right direction, um, the result will be negligible or de minimis as compared to um, sort of realizing true hard asset value real asset value of the company through a transaction with private equity. What about the new incoming CEO, Tony Spring? Do you think he's the right guy to lead the firm? Um, I've heard, you know, great things about Tony and sincerely hope that we can develop a cooperative relationship in the coming weeks and months and um, definitely encourage him directly to reach out so that we can talk about how to, uh, you know, sort of realize this trap value for shareholders together. You're really known for your background in real estate. When you think about Macy's, uh, the first thing that popped out yeah. in terms of this deal was this idea that you can do something with the real estate that exists. How do you plan to monetize the value? Yeah, so, um, you know, it is no secret that we have a background and expertise in real estate and also um, a limited secret, though somewhat surprisingly, I think, in some ways, uh, maybe the world's best kept secret that Macy's is one of the biggest uh, real estate owners in the country, um, owning about 100 million square feet of real estate. So initially, certainly, that's what, us, you know, what drove our interest in the company. Um, and the more we dug, the more confident we felt that it wasn't only their real estate that was incredibly, value, but also, uh, incredibly valuable, but also other real assets that they held on balance sheet. And in our view, um, all of those, that sort of hard asset value can uh, help to catalyze this transition from this publicly held, somewhat um, uh, locked and trapped company to be privately held so that there it can make the necessary changes to, you know, live on for another 150 years. Gabriel Kahani, we are thanking you for your time here. We'll keep an eye on the Macy's story and all the developments of the firm. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.